and welcome to the biggest and best podcast there is, the UOG Men's Rugby Podcast. I am back again and I'm joined with Charlie Hines once again. Charlie, how are you, mate? I'm good, mate. How are you? Yeah, I'm not too bad. <laughs> I'm having a, <laughs> having a nice day back in Cheltenham. Um, been away for a bit, so I've come back for a couple of days and enjoyed myself. Um, but yeah, didn't have a social last night, but it's kind of been a bit of a busy week for me and you at least in terms of social media announcing our committee. And I feel like we're in Indeed. quite a good place for next year. Indeed, yeah. B- bunch of cracking lads. We've, you know, announced our, I think, social sex and welfare officer on our Instagram page so far. So if you want to find out all that, go check all that stuff out. But yeah, good bunch to take us forward and hopefully build on the good stuff we've done this year. Yeah, and I think our, um, well, I'm quite proud of the graphics we've done. Indeed, very so, good work, well, actually very eye-popping so I think it's just creating the kind of um our kind of brand that we want and I think we've done that quite successfully the last few years and then just doing it again this year is going to be quite important to keep pushing the sponsorship kind of people we want as well indeed we're going to have our work cut out I think so yeah exactly look forward to that so today we've got a little bit of a shorter episode is we're trying to sort out some technical um, and logistical difficulties for the quiz, as you all saw last week with Katie's little mess up with running out of questions. So today we've got a bit of a water theme with our two guests. We've got um, DJ from Swimming and Waterpolo, who's SCC next year, as well as Harry Wellington, who is a rugby lad through and through technically, we'll claim him. Um, but he's really a Swimming and Waterpolo boy, swimming record holder. So yeah, we're talking to those two boys. So here they are, our two guests for today's podcast, Harry and DJ. So Harry, obviously you balance your time between us and swimming in the water polo. So how's that kind of balance been this year? Uh, yeah, it's not been that difficult to be fair. I thought it was going to be quite hard because of the amount of training that I do for swimming and water polo. But luckily they don't really cross over the two training sessions as we have quite a lot of ours in the mornings. So it hasn't been that difficult. and you know both rugby and swing and water polo are pretty accepting. So if I needed to miss a training session to go to competition or needed to miss swimming or water polo to play a rugby game, it's, you know, they've been, they've allowed it. So it's not been too bad. Uh, kind of how's your season been swimming wise? So in your competitions and stuff? Uh, yeah, it's been pretty successful for the University of Gloucester. I went to both long course and short course bucks and came back from short course with a gold and two bronzes and then a gold silver and bronze from long course so that's just the difference between 25 and a 50 meter pool in uh butterfly and front crawl but in different lengths obviously so yeah so obviously it's your third year now at uni so how's your kind of experience been across these three years doing kind of multi-sports in the end uh yes it's been it's been tough it's at times it's hard to juggle uh all of your time especially with work um but i guess that kind of being on a sports campus and doing a sports course it's they're very open and willing to accept that you're not just there just for the degree you are there to compete and play sport uh so in terms of that it's been okay and it's really enjoyable being part of like i said rugby and swimming and water polo because they are both lovely teams both accepting teams so in terms of competing, training, it's been a real, real blast. And it's 
pretty sad to have it come to an end. So, DJ, how's your year kind of been in the pool and stuff like that? Do you want to just tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, for us, South, we had we had a bit of a disappointing start in terms of we weren't accepted uh, into the water polo bucks. We missed the deadline slightly because uh, we didn't have a team last year. So now we managed to get a few more members. We've started to really work hard and re- rebuild our team again. We got a good little bit of funding from, I believe it was Swim England, to uh, help us get some equipment. So we've been able to get some proper equipment for training and put that back in. The girls themselves have been doing really well again. They've, they've managed to stay in the division they're in for Bucks, so they've worked really hard. Us boys are really looking forward to next year. Hopefully we do get back and everything's kind of sorted and ready for Bucks. And in January, I think, is where we're planning. We've been trying to get our friendlies together. We've we'll played some really difficult teams. But yeah, it's it's definitely regrowing and uh, starting up again. Is it, oh, yeah, go on, Andy. I was about to say, um, how do you find it kind of trying to manage a club that in comparison to maybe rugby is seen as one of the kind of in scale smaller clubs within the uni sports clubs? Yeah, we, we, we happily admit that we are a smaller club. It's a, it's one of those it's not exactly a mainstream sport and not many people compared to other sports you say when you, you go to university you try something new if, if you're not confident in the water you're not likely to choose us kind of thing so we accept that we're a lot smaller but I think one of the benefits that we do have is for example people like Harry who can go and make connections with like the rugby team and that's something we really want to drive next year is especially with all this we're unsure how many numbers are going to be joining university through this virus problems and stuff like that making we're going to try and invite other clubs to come play our sports we'll do vice versa i think it's next year especially is going to really push the university to work together in terms of helping each other teams out and really driving to make sure everyone is covered with players and swimmers or whatever the sport is really because it we don't really know what exactly is going to happen so these smaller clubs like us we got back you guys up and we're, we hope you guys kind of return the favor kind of thing yeah, I think that's something me and Charlie have been talking about with some of our guests the last few weeks about kind of obviously rugby's got that kind of um, stigma about not being the nicest lads, but we kind of want to improve our relationship. That's something our committee is looking to do next year. I think the likes of Harry and you, DJ, like we kind of work together. Obviously, you've got, we've got Jack Whittle who kind of links everyone. And we kind of work together quite well. So I think that'll be quite important next year. Obviously, with your C, you being CC as well. And then, um, yeah, I found it this year. I, I mean, I you hear all the stories about you know that all the rugby boys are really intimidating, and I hadn't joined first second year because swimming was my priority. And I thought, oh, I love rugby, might as well have a go. And living with two rugby players myself, it I was kind of a bit nervous to start with, thinking that I was going to turn up, everybody was going to absolutely slate me, say that oh, you're a rubbish rugby player, what are you doing here? Like, get away, especially with my bad eyesight. Uh, but it literally wasn't like that at all. And you hear people, you know, that spread other rumours about it, but it's just not like that at all. And I, like, I can't tell you how different it is and how friendly and like more of a, well, a family it is. And that's what we've tried, we try to replicate, especially this year in swimming and water polo, from noting how much of a family the rugby is. We were kind of like, right, let's push for this. And especially, I know DJ is going to do that next year to really try and integrate swimming and water polo with more teams but also just make it more of a family feeling yeah you've you've had your kind of success this year with your swimming going and taking that quite seriously getting medals 
how's it been to kind of be able to go over to to the rugby side of it and you've played quite a lot of threes and seconds this year how nice is it to maybe not well obviously take it seriously but have maybe a bit more fun with it it's actually a really nice break from uh the training side of things and getting into a different pool of people and I've really found it really nice. I just come back from long course bucks. I was absolutely knackered and there was a training session on and I kind of just turned up and went for a little run around with the whole of the rugby team. And it was really nice just to kind of relax, like get out of that competitive nature, even though it is competitive on a Wednesday when you play a bucks game, it's a different type of competitiveness because I kind of compete for swimming to compete and do well. And then I kind of turn up to rugby, yes, to compete, but also to enjoy myself and, play for a team rather than just an individual sport uh, obviously dj you mentioned that you're club captain of swimming and water polo next year what kind of like plans do you have for the club to take it forward from where they are already yeah so one of our big plans is uh i don't know if anyone's seen but on our instagram page we've got something coming up we are potentially looking at a new kind of rebrand and we're we want to get ourselves a an independent name, not just being Swim Water Polo, giving ourselves a bit of a nickname. We are really pushing this year for sponsors. A small club like us do struggle to get sponsorship. So the rugby, you've got loads of people who will kind of sponsor you and the netballs and stuff do really well. We've really, really pushed. We are looking at some big sponsors in terms of like Maximus. We've got good connections there. Uh, we're even trying to up our land training. We're trying to get some S&C coaches to help us because we're not sure how much we're going to be able to do in the pool would, again, due to lockdown. So still the, they've kind of told us what we can do. We're, we're going to have to try and find a different thing, a different way of training. So just going to plot court, doing our running about, different exercises and stuff. We've got enough people at the university to help us out and stuff like that. We're really looking to do a lot more fundraising. Uh, one of the new events we want to set up is we're going to play a ex-students. So people like Harry versus our current team just to do something different if we could do in our training sessions and stuff like that we're really going to try and drive again we've got um connections with a loads of other universities our new water polo captains one of them were ollie wright he's he's ex-gv player and he's on the fringes of the gv team still so he's got connections all over the place and stuff like that but going back to our fundraiser we were looking to do bit more charity work in terms of going to other places and actual charity organizations so like a lot of students don't want to spend too much money but if we can make a difference in terms of giving a few man hours on helping build something or anything we can do really in the, like the soup kitchens in Cheltenham we try and do something different like that that not all the teams do but just do something different really. I think that's something that we're looking to do a lot next year I think Charlie knows is that we're doing a lot trying to push Tash bash quite a lot and not just sell t-shirts sell other kind of merch and just kind of make it a bigger thing and like get other clubs involved because at the moment we kind of just got dance and us involved yeah. doing stuff and then play another then play football but I think we're looking to do that a bit more and so you, you mentioned lockdown and kind of your training so how have you two kind of coped with lockdown and coped with keeping fit and stuff like that uh well I've got a bit crazy I um because normally I, well, when I'm at home, I'm normally in the pool about eight to 11 times a week. So obviously coming back home, coming back home and not having that, that's been a bit strange. So I kind of got a little bit into running and then uh, ran a marathon on Salisbury Plain just one day for the fun of it, which um, 
then knocked me back a little bit. So I kind of went out a bit too hard there, but I've just been doing what everybody else has really been doing, you know, doing the exercises where you get given for land training that are swimming specific, but also incorporating like loads of runs, sprints, long distance, uh, going on bike rides. But it's, it's tough when you don't live near the sea or a lake or anything to get swimming time. But yeah. Yeah. What about you? Yeah. Yeah. For myself, it's, for me, I'm, I'm very kind of concentrated on my gym and my, my weight work and stuff like that when I'm at university and stuff. So it's, I've kind of tried to use it as a bit of a benefit in terms of increasing your resistant work, trying to work on a bit of own body work in terms of like pull-ups and general kind of stuff like that and push-ups. Sometimes you kind of skip over if you're just concentrating on your, your weighted work and stuff in your S&C. And with my work as well, I, my, my job in terms, it's a very physical job we're always walking and running around site so i'm getting back to that this week and it's starting to reopen so even though i've been trying to keep myself relatively fit my i'm starting to feel it a little bit now so i'm hoping the gyms do start to open again soon the last few weeks we've kind of spoken about the team gloss and a relationship between clubs so how important do you two think that is so kind of having the relationship between clubs obviously us and netball are quite close our club where we recognize that we're a smaller club other smaller clubs like Lacrosse and uh, Rowan. Harry's always had good connections with Rowan and stuff like that. They've got really involved with it. And we, we recognise we're smaller teams and we're, we're, we're definitely setting stuff up with Lacrosse. I'm going to go and play some of their games. Their lads and girls are going to come and try some of our water pillars. So again, we've got to help each other out. It's, I think we, it, the, the people that do really well at university and they're well known across the sports teams are ones that can play many sports like Harry if you can be a really great water polo set a really good example in the swimming and stuff like that and then go and play a game of rugby a few days after coming back from a competition it, it you, you do start to recognize who the people are generally about representing the uni I, I really want to try and do a few extra things this year obviously I've not been in bucks for water polo for two years so the whole reason I want to come to university is represent the university play other teams and other unis and have a laugh whilst doing it so if i could get involved with the rugby teams or the lacrosse teams and other teams across the union it'd be a great thing for myself not just doing a water polo yeah you've got to play for us this year at one point <laughs> um like like you said uh with the tash bash thing i think with the kind of gloss integration of teams is really important because i mean that's a massive fundraiser not just in terms of uni definition, but that is a massive fundraiser full stop. And I feel like, yes, it's very big with netball dance and yeah, you might have a sprinkling of other teams, but let's say if the, if the relationships between other teams were to increase the ones that maybe aren't as strong, I think that especially that, but also other areas, but more think about fundraising, it could definitely increase the amount of money brought in for whatever charity not just rugby choose to sponsor, but like when we do our splash the Titans for mind, you know, just bringing, bringing more money in for that. And also just, you know, on a Wednesday, having a better time. So, yeah. I think that's something George Berry's kind of helped a lot. I think clubs have kind of been, well, this last past year, kind of in my three years, that's been the closest clubs have been this year. Like, even clubs like who historically don't get on, like us and Rugby League, have got on mm. this year. I think that's something he's done quite a lot and done really well to 
promote. Yeah, definitely. I, I mean, I, I personally, throughout my three years, I haven't had really any problems with any clubs. I've done quite well to stay out of the, well, what you would call uh, not historically getting on. But from this year, from joining the rugby club, I mean, I haven't found any problem with any of the rugby league boys. And I, well, I hope vice versa, I haven't had a problem with any of me, me or anything like that. But, you know, I feel that it's heading the right way. And like you said, Barry's done a really good job of trying to increase that. Uh, but like, it can only get better, can't it? Because the more the relationship builds, like DJ said, the more, let's say, if the threes are struggling for a team, you might be able to go, oh, let's get a rug- one rugby league player in, American footballer, water polo player and all that. So, yeah. Yeah, on top of that as well, the, with the kit that uh, Barry's getting on top of, I think that's a really great idea. When you go to the other universities, they do look very professional and they look as a, a full unit. I know not everyone's going to agree completely on the kit, but and everyone's going to have their slight change with sponsors and stuff. But having a generic kit uniform, it's going to look really smart and uh, really bring us all together a little bit more, I think. Yeah, I think it's something that all the big unis have. I know Exeter have it. I think if like Hindy knows, we go down to Exeter, they're all dressed the same. We rock up in mismatched hoodies, dodgy shorts, yeah. mismatched kit. <laughs> don't look right. And it kind of like, it shouldn't do, but it kind of affects your game. And I think that's something with that kit next year, it will kind of help. And I think by next week on the podcast, we'll be able to say who it is because Barry hasn't said, but. I kind of know who it is, but I'm not going to say on the podcast. No. Don't means. give it away. <laughs> so I think that's it for this week. Um, DJ, Harry, thanks for joining us. Thank you. I think thanks for being with me again for another week. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Lovely to be um, back. Yeah, thanks for listening, everyone. Um, we'll see you next week. We are the